Hi, welcome to Three Dog. This is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute stress relief flow. We're going to start on your back, so take some time to get settled in. Close your eyes. Start to listen to your breath. You let the mask of your face soften. Your body get heavy to the mat. And if Shavasana itself is not super comfortable for you, you can take constructive rest, soles of your feet to the floor and knees together. Any other posture of repose is good for now. Let the action become that of breathing. Many times the main action is going on in the space between our ears. The main action is thinking or overthinking, as the case may be. So for this time, for right now, when you notice the thought, when you notice the circle of thoughts or the pinball machine of thoughts, remember that breathing is taking action. It's not that we're trying to get rid of the thoughts. Thoughts are useful when they're useful. For this time, we've chosen to practice yoga. The practice begins and centers on and stays with breath moving in and out. We'll bring hands to the center line. So one hand to your navel, one hand to your heart. First here, just feel the action that's happening naturally in your body. And then begin to take deeper belly breaths. So the hand that's on your navel will feel the abdomen rise. And then you'll pull your abdominals in, press your breath out. When you're really empty and there's no more to get out, there's a little pause and then you let the next breath in. Let it fill that space underneath your hand as far up as it can without force. And the opposite on the exhale, you pull abdominals in as far away from the hand as they can get, as far in and as much towards your low back as they can go. Take a few more waves like that. The focus is on really deep belly breathing. One of the things we're trying to do is slow the breaths down to about six per minute. where you might take 10 seconds to breathe in and out. You don't need to get that regimented with it and sometimes getting that regimented with it is counterproductive. 
that somewhat magic number of six breaths per minute, which has to do with the calming of our nervous system and the ability of our lungs to fill to capacity and to empty out, getting even a little bit of the reserve volume, a little bit of air that's always carried around out. and exchanging it for new. One more round, slow, deep breath. The abdominals drawn in, float your feet up off the floor, hug your knees into your chest, level a rock side to side, cross your low back. Let the knees float just a little bit away from you so that then you're rocking across the middle of your sacrum. Let your arms out wide on the floor. Let your knees slide just a little more away from you so you're rocking across the lower rim of your sacrum, even around to your sitting bones, depending on how far forward your knees can extend comfortably. And with the knees together, you'll make some circles of the low back, like you're tracing circles on the floor with your sacrum or tracing circles in the air by holding a magic marker between your knees, go clockwise and then counterclockwise. Then make your way back to center. Let your sacrum ground and level. So the sacrum stays still as you take one knee in each hand, draw the leg bones into opposite circles. So making figure eights, switching the direction on the leg bones. Keep your abdominals drawn in to keep your hips heavy on the floor. The back of the pelvis just stays grounded as the legs move in their own orbits. Then you'll take the arms away. Let this action keep happening in the legs and get a little bigger, this the circumduction of the hip joint. A big cone shape, the movement of the thigh bones with the hips really steady, with the abdominals pulling in to support that. Come back to center, hug your knees tightly in toward you, nose up towards your knee, curl tight, fan your toes out, spread the bottoms of your feet, and then you press your feet forward, rise up into boat. Here for three, two, and then low boat, you're gonna come down to your sacrum, Upper back is pulled as much of the floor as you can. Might bring your hands together and press your fingertips forward for breath in. And then exhale, release down slow, hug your knees in. A little rock side to side. You're right, that was totally unfair. There was a false sense of security going on in the beginning of this. You were ready for it, we got it. We got two more rounds for that. So come back to center. Nose to knees and knees to nose. Fan your feet, fan your toes. And then press your feet forward, follow your legs up in the boat for three, two. 
and then lower, sinking down. Upper spine stays as much as possible. You can squeeze your legs together like you're holding a sheet of paper between your feet. And then release down slow, knees to chest. And rest again, and really rest without any clouding from any extra. Get breath in and breath out. Like when you get a chance to rest, nothing clouds it. It's just breathe. Nose to knees curl in. Rock up. Boat. Here for three. Good. Two. And low boat, three, two, and then knees to chest, lie back down. Pause here, so let your shoulders get heavy to the floor. Close your eyes, soften your face, and deep breath. And zone right into the rest. It's really easy to miss the rest when we're thinking about what just happened or what might happen next. Given the opportunity to rest in the practice, spot the opportunity, use it. Right. So that no energy is wasted. And in fact, it's stored. Right. No, no knees, nose, curly. The time. If you like rocking on your spine, you can rock up and back. If you're not fond of that, you rock yourself up to seated. And we're going to turn it over into downward facing dog. However you want to get there is great. When you get there, hands about shoulder distance apart, feet about hip distance. Press your hands down and forward. Bend your knees. Slide your hips up and back. Lengthen from your hands to your hips. Breath in. And a breath out. I'm going to shift forward to a high plank on your inhale and press back to down dog with your exhale. Take three more rounds of that. Fill your breath all the way up to your collarbones, the space between your shoulder blades. And then as you exhale, press from your hands and your feet. Deep abdominal muscles out. You float forward, fill up, let the breath in, float your collarbones forward. Puff up your upper back a bit. And then press back to down dog as you empty out. Abdominals in. Hips go up. And then lift up on your toes, roll out. High plank, fill through your collarbones. Chest moves forward and press back. This time, come forward. High plank. We're going to bring knees down and then lower halfway down. Elbows over your wrists. You're in the kneeling little push up, kneeling chaturanga. Upward facing dog. Check in with your low back. If it's feeling it, pull your abdominals in. It doesn't need to be so big. And then down dog, press your knees to your toes, slide the hips back. We'll do that a couple times, just like that. Inhale forward to a high plank. Rock a little forward on your toes, lower your knees down. Then halfway down with your upper body. 
the upward facing dog. Roll your baby toenail toward the floor. Pull your abdominals in. Down dog. Shift to your knees. Then toes. Then your heels back. Good. Once more, come forward. Inhale, float. Good. Exhale, rock a little forward on the toes. Knees down. Bend your elbows. You're about halfway down. And then up dog. Abdominals in. Press your feet down. Baby toe. And then downward to facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Breath in. Empty it out. And we'll look forward. Walk or lightly hop up to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. We'll breathe out, fold down, chest to thighs, eyes to chest. You can wrap your arms around and get a little hug in. And press your feet down. And as you inhale, you're going to roll up to standing. Lift your chest, take your arms wide, spread your fingers. Exhale, fold forward, send your hips back. Chest to thighs, we bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, send your hips back, heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, high plank. You can rock forward and go onto your knees or keep the legs tight, body one line, low push up. Breathe in. Dog. Good. Breathe out. Down dog. We'll look forward to the hands. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Breathe out. Fold down. Breathe in. Reach up to standing mountain pose. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, press your feet down, up to standing mountain pose with your breath in. Exhale, we'll fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, step back. A little push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Bend your knees, bring your spine in. Take out any bouncing. Breathe. One more breath here. Empty it out. Look 
forward walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Bow forward, breathe all the way out. Stay your hips back, dig your heels in, Ukatasana Chapsta, then arms up or to cactus. Let your upper back broaden. Bow with your exhale. Empty all the way out. Inhale, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Right foot forward, plant both feet. Lift up, warrior one. Return the upper body and let the legs follow, warrior two. Breathe in for reverse, lift up. Breathe out for side angle, warrior front arm inside the front leg. Breathe in for reverse warrior. Breathe out to side angle, right arm outside the right leg. Press into your feet, reverse warrior. With your exhale, in cartwheel, done hands to your mat for a push up or step back, down dog or child's pose even. Breathe in. When you go back to down dog, press your hands out, pull your abdominals in. Slide back with no bounce at the end of that. Really important. Left foot forward. Breathe in to reach up. Turn your upper body, let your legs follow. Or two. Breathe in, reverse. Side angle pose, breathe out. Breathe in, reverse. Side angle pose, arm outside the leg. Breathe in, reverse. When you breathe out, cartwheel down to low push-up or down dog. From low push-up, upward facing dog. And then be really sure when you get back to the down dog, you're pressing your hands on, you're pulling your abdominals in, you're placing yourself in down dog. Have a breath there. So that rush to get back to down dog is natural, it's human. It's not what's gonna build your core or your arm strength. When we rush to get back to down dog, it gets leveraged in our low back. Nobody came here for low back problems. Look to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. Drop your hips back, Utkatasana, chair pose. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up, breathe out. 
breathe in, up dot. Breathe out, press down to go back. Go slowly, place yourself there as if your low back were very valuable to you. Right foot forward, warrior one. Open your arms, then walk your feet on one track, warrior two. Breathe in, reverse. Side angle pose, breathe out. Keep pressing into your feet. From your feet, you take the reverse, you reach up. Press into your feet as you cartwheel your hands down. Low push-up, press your hands down, squeeze your legs. Upward facing dog, it's the... Press your hands down and pull your abdominals in. And then... Open out to warrior two. Breathe in or reverse. Press into your feet, side angle pose. Arm inside the leg. Press into your feet, reverse. Keep pressing your feet down as you transition to side angle pose outside the front leg. Again, use a stance to lift your chest so that you're moving from your feet into reverse. And as you cartwheel your hands down, keep pressing your feet down, keep the warrior until the hands land. The low push up. Up dog, it's hands down, feet down, leg squeeze. Then from your hands pressing down, abdominals in, send your hips back and then place yourself in down dog. Have a breath there. Every pose in the vinyasa is to be placed in a special way. That's what vinyasa means. Have two more breaths here. And we can get in a human mode and just start flowing through without attention and lose the specialness. It just becomes a string of postures that we do. We want to start moving as if our body is precious to us. We recognize that preciousness when we have an injury or we get sick. And it's a practice of recognizing when we're well. How precious this human form is to you, is to me, is to us all. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward, plant your feet, draw your heart forward. And then bow forward, breathe out. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. You exhale, hands to your heart. We're going to bow forward as you do. I'm going to close the fold, pulling your abdominals in, bring your chest to your thighs, then let your upper back release, then let your head go. The head arrives 
and then the half lift moves from your feet. You draw your abdominals in, you draw your chest forward, your head arrives in that line with your spine. Plant your hands, keep your gaze steady out in front of you as you step your feet back. Low push up. Then upward facing dog. Press your hands down, maybe your knees are down. And down dog, if your knees are down, you press first to hands and knees, then tuck the toes for down dog. That's an important piece if your knees were already on the floor. On your inhale, take your right leg back behind you for three-legged dog. When you exhale, bring your knee in towards your right elbow and have a step, crescent lunge. You're gonna reach up, bend your back knee, draw your abdominals in, breathe here. The arms might be overhead. They could be cactus. They could be at your side. Set your gaze at a point in front of you. Steady yourself in your legs. One more breath in. Lift your chest. When you exhale, hands to heart center. We're going to twist left elbow toward your right knee, but it's not going to touch. It's going to stay hovering just above. Press your feet down into the floor. Lift your chest up and forward. We're going to open the arms, your left arm to the inside of your right foot so that your chest, your spine, they stay pulling forward down the center line of your mat. Back, heel back, heart forward. Breath in. And then look to the mat, low push-up, breathe out. Place your hands, place your body in the low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog, hands down. Squeeze your legs, knees can be up or down. If they're down, transition to hands and knees, then tuck the toes. Downward facing dog. You squeeze your left leg, take it up behind you. Reach for three-legged dog. And then knee toward your left elbow. Take a big step. Low lunge reaches up to crescent. Press into your feet. Arms could be overhead, they could be cactus. Any arm position is good. Feel your feet on the floor. Be able to spread your toes. Take any grabbing out of the front toes especially. Back toes fan as well. And you're trying to get both sides of the ball of the foot to the mat. You may tend to roll over to the big toe side or the baby toe side. Back foot straight down through ball of baby toe, ball of big toe. From there, squeeze the back, glute muscle toward the hamstring, abdominals in. Lift your chest, go up. And then hands to heart center. We're going to twist, taking the right elbow toward the left knee, but it's not going to touch. We're going to open the arms to the inside of the leg. Draw your heart forward and up. Squeezing your back leg in order to send your chest forward. It's a lot of leg work. Press into your feet. Spread your collarbones wide. Breath in. And then look to your mat. Low push-up. Breathe out. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Breath in. Let it out through your mouth. We'll look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Get there, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold down. 
Say your hips back, Ukatasana chair pose. And then hands to your heart. We're going to twist to the right. Pause here. You're going to hook the elbow over. And then you might find that you want to open your arms or just one arm, the, uh, the lower arm. Might be useful there to let you slide up. Right. And how do you know if you just slide up? You want to be able to extend your entire front body. Right? If you feel that there's curling, if your rib cage is curling toward your navel, or the shoulders are curling, slide up a bit, drop your hips down, lengthen from navel through sternum so that a twist can happen along your spine. Have a breath in. And then exhale, bow forward. Release your hands, then walk your feet apart. They can go hip distance, they can go mat distance. Like Parangasasana, two fingers around the big toes. Inhale, lift halfway, and exhale to fold. If you don't like the fingers around the big toes so much, if that's not comfortable for your hands or your hamstrings, just wrap your arms around your legs. Give your arms something to do. That in all these poses, each piece of your body has some. Have a breath. Inhale to Ukatasana, chair pose. And as you exhale, hands to your heart. We're going to twist. Take your right elbow outside your left thigh. Sit your hips back and then notice your front body. Does it feel kind of curled over? Does it feel like it's touching your thighs? That's another indicator that you want to open the arms or at least the right arm and slide your chest up. Feel out from navel to sternum. Are you as long as you can be? Could you get longer through front body? If so, slide up more. Drop your hips back more. Those two things work together. There's, if there's congestion in your upper shoulder, bend the elbow. Could be cactus arm. Could be hand to your hip. Let the shoulder stack without there being tension in a shoulder joint. Breath in. When you exhale, bow forward, toe heel your feet apart. And again, you could take the parangasthasana, the toes to, or fingers to the toes, or you slide your hands underneath, toes to your wrist creases, ball of the foot, the cup of the palm. Breathe in. Breathe out, fold forward. Have some time here to breathe in and out. If this is not your pose, if you want to take an alternate, you could have a squat or a child's pose. Let your breath slow down. Give each part of your body something to do.
more breath here. And you release your hands, walk your feet together. And on your inhale, roll up to standing. Mountain pose. Take eagle, wrap your right arm underneath, right leg over top the left. Bend your standing knees as low as you can. Lift your chest, lift your elbow points. Breath in, breath out. Test the limit a bit, sit a little lower. And on your inhale, unwind and reach up. The other side, eagle, really simple today. Not necessarily easy, but really simple. Each part of the body has something to do here. Your breath, moving in and out. Lots of stuff for your mind to focus in on. Usually what's most helpful in a pose is to start at the base of the pose, move your way up, pay attention to the details along the way. Are your abdominals in? Are your elbows lifted as much as they could be? Or to start with the breath. And work your way down through your body. The way your mind is focused in on where you stand and how you're breathing. Inhale, unwind, reach up, and hands to heart center. We'll take tree pose. Press down through your left foot. Let your right foot slide up. Right? Give no thought as to where it places itself, but how well it places itself. You press your leg into your foot, and your foot into your leg. Are your hips level? Do you feel balanced? The answer is yes. Then you start to lift up through your arms. They could be cactus. They could also stay, hands at heart center. The important lift here is the one from your foot up through the center of your chest. Again, connecting ground and breath. If there's anything in the way of that, anything making this too tenuous to breathe well, can you identify what that is? Take that variable out. So you have just what's necessary. And you feel balanced. Breath in. When you breathe out, you release your right foot to the mat. And pause. And then the other side. You slide your left leg up. Let it place itself wherever it needs to, where your hips can stay level, your abdominals can draw in, everything feels strong.
When it feels strong, start to take your arms out. When you do take your arms into the equation, what's happening in your neck? What's happening at your shoulders? Does it make the pose more stable or less so? If there's somewhere that feels stuck or shaky, what needs to be removed? Pretty much the case that when a pose feels either stuck or shaky, something is too much. As human creatures, we tend to think we need to do more. Usually we need to refine more. Breath in. Exhale your hands to your heart and your foot to your mat. Stand tall from your feet to the top of your head. Let everything else get out of the way. On your inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Then plant your hands, step back, really precise, low push-up on your toes or your knees. Place yourself into upward-facing dog. Take note of where your knees are. Are they up? Are they down? How's your low back? If your knees are down, you go to hands and knees. If your knees are floating up, you press into your hands, and it's like a pike back to down dog, but it's still slow. You land it. Then step your right foot forward, warrior one. Press your feet down to reach up. Squeeze your back leg. Now open first your upper body, then your legs into warrior two. Breathe in for reverse. And then straighten your front knee. Doesn't have to go all the way straight. Take triangle. Right hand can come to your shin. Could be fingertips to the floor. You could be hand to a block. Press your feet down into the floor. Draw your heart forward. Bring your head into alignment with your body. There is a tendency here for the head to kind of tilt back. Imagine that you've got your body in the, the aisle of an airplane. You don't want the head or the hips to, to slide over there into the other seat. Pull your hips in. Keep your head in that same line. Have a breath here. Soften your friend knee. Come up to warrior two. And turn to the front of your mat for pyramid, stepping your back foot up. Front toes point straight ahead. Back foot at an angle. We've stepped up probably about halfway, a third of the way, halfway, till your hips, when you take your hands to your hip points, are squaring forward, as if you had headlights forward. A little softness in your front leg, fold forward. Fingertips can come to the floor or to blocks. Once you're folded forward, check in with your hips. They're going to want to slide over to the right. And if we're not paying attention, they will. Press into your right foot. Pull your hips to center. And then you might step left foot back if you can remain with hips at center. So that initial stepping up helps us to get into the pose of that bow with the hips at center. 
thin as you're here, you may find you want to lengthen the stance. That's great. As long as your hips can remain centered, things aren't overdoing it in your, your low back or around your knee joint. Yeah, that's good. The other thing that you want to consider the back leg, really straight, really strong. Have a breath. And let it out. Then you'll draw your heart forward, plant your hands, and step back, low push out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your left foot forward, warrior one, reach up. You're gonna open up, warrior two. Breathe in, reverse. Then straighten your front knee for triangle. Fingertips to the floor, or block your shin. All are good options. If you are pressing into your own shin, you want to keep it light and keep the hand away from the ankle and knee. Have it mid-shin so that you're not pushing into either joint. A little softness in the front knee is good. Straighten your back leg, really. Press the foot down to the floor. And lift up through the inner ankle, inner thigh. Check in with your head. You can imagine as your hips, your ribs, and your head all on the wall behind you. Another thing that's really helpful for the alignment of the neck here is to look down at the front foot. To turn so that your nose lines up with your second and third toe. They can also be useful if you tend to roll onto the outer edge of your foot. This is a pose where if you tend to be that kind of a roller, if you roll that way. You can look at the foot and maintain the contact of the ball, the big toe, into the foot floor. Having that visual reminder. On your next inhale, one up to warrior two. And then step your back foot up. And turn your hips to the front of the mat. Back foot steps halfway, a third of the way up till the hip square. Lift and bow over the front knee, a little soft in that knee as you go. Fingertips to the floor or to blocks. Once you're here, let your head drop. The neck of your nape gets soft. Neck of your nape, nape of your neck. And then again, if you're feeling like your left hip is floating out to the left. It probably is. If you're not sure, if you haven't paid attention in a while to where your left hip is, it's probably floating out to the left. Pull it in the center. If you're feeling a little stuck, you want a little more space, try stepping your back foot back. Maintain the rigor of the back leg. Squeeze it, press your foot down. You need to soften your front knee, you do. On an inhale, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, low push up, exhale.
then up dog and breathe out down dog have a breath in and let it go Look through your hands, walk or lightly hop through to seated. Onto your back or bridge. Feet about hip distance apart. Press your arm bones down or the back of your head down. Slide up. When you get to the top of the pose, stay and breathe. You might try walking your shoulder blades together underneath you. You could clasp your hands right? and press your arm bones down, press the back of your head down. Breath in. And then exhale, slowly release down. Pause with your hips to the mat. Let them get heavy. Let your rib cage get heavy. Slide the back of your head back a bit so you can lengthen through your neck. And then take the arms up overhead toward the ceiling. Let your fingers spread wide. And then with the hands point and flex. You have bird beak and the stop sign. A couple of times through that. And wrist circles. back to bridge or plant your hands, come up for a wheel. So you get to the top of three for three. Slowly make your way down, rest, Supta Baddha Konasana, soles of your feet together and knees out to the sides. If that's uncomfortable for you, have an alternate. Bring your hands back again to the center line. Feel your heartbeat and your breath move. Bring your knees together and to right angles for belly twisting pose. So shin bones at right angles with the leg bones. Press your upper back into the mat as you move side to side. It's absolutely up to you how much intensity you give this. So you can let the legs be a little loose and that is absolutely great. If you want this to be more abdominal work, hug the legs into one another, really press the upper back down. So equally intentional about whether it's loose 
or whether it's intense. As long as you're staying present to what you're doing and getting what you need out of it, what you went to accomplish, it's good. One more round. Back to center. Knees at right angles again. We're going to take the upper body work from bicycles. So you'll twist your right arm to the outside of the left thigh. And then come back to center, head and ribcage down. And then you'll twist to the other side and come back to center. And so we'll move through this a couple of times. What we're focusing in on, particularly with this, is that you keep your hips steady. Nothing's moving at the hips on the floor. Sacrum staying level, knees are staying bent at right angles, and they're not floating in toward you. Then adding the leg extension of a bicycle, you're gonna keep that same methodology. Right? The knee that's bent at a right angle, it's gonna stay out at that angle. The hips are gonna stay level. So that the only thing turning side to side is your rib cage. One more round. And then back to center when you're done balancing both sides. Hug your knees in. Get a little rock side to side. Nose to knees and knees to nose, curl tightly in. You know, rock up and back, making your way around to down dog. Press your hands down, bend your knees, slide your hips up. We'll take the right leg up for a three-legged dog. Then your right knee toward your right wrist for pigeon. If you prefer a different variation on pigeon, go for it. Squeeze your back leg. Draw your heart forward if you're staying in this one. And let your head rest on the floor, on your hands. Get deep breath in, slow breath out. With that idea of your breath is action. That it's what you're doing. The pose is taking shape around it.
one more breath here. Walk up to your hands. Make your way back to down dog. On an inhale to your left leg up and back behind you. As you exhale, bring your left knee to your left wrist for pigeon. And if this side needs something different, for sure, honor that. Prone pose is good for you. Squeeze your back leg, draw your abdominals in, press your front chin down. Let your head drop. One more breath here. Then as you're ready, we'll walk up to your hands and step back to down dog. Have breath in. Breath out. Look forward through your hands, walk across the seat and take butterfly feet together, knees out. And you might want to pop your hips up and back a little bit to slide to the front of the sitting bones. Another thing that you might investigate in the butterfly pose is how close the heels need to be to your sitting bones. Right, so for some of us, it's going to be a little healthier to take the legs out longer toward Tarasana pose. For some of us, heels in is great. That depends on how your leg bones are shaped. So it's not flexibility, it's, it's how best shapes for you to sit up. You'll get the message by how well you can sit up. Uh, we were all taught kind of in like kindergarten to like grab our feet, but if you can sit up in this pose, that's gonna be the right leg positioning for you. Then from that sitting up, bow forward, lengthen your spine out. You can hold your feet. There's nothing against holding your feet. See if you can lengthen your spine first. Then the curl happens when you tuck your chin in and let the head go. Then your upper back can round a bit, but it's a healthy rounding rather than the rounding that happens from the bottom of the spine.
if once you get to the pose, you're not feeling what you want to be feeling, a little more of it, you could bring your arm bones to the thigh bones. You hold the shins with your hands. Let your arms provide some more weight. If once you're in the pose, you feel like you want to adjust, like you want to slide the hips in or back, that's good too. Be careful of your knees as you do that. If the knee, knee is feeling squished, that's the technical term, squished. But if it's feeling that, it is. You tighten up on your knees whenever you can. On an inhale, slowly come up. Bring your knees together. Extend your legs out. Hands down behind. Lift your chest up. Maybe your whole body up in clan plank, stretching out. Then you make your way down onto your back for Shavasana. If you have any finishing poses you like or you like an alternate pose for Shavasana, go for it. When you're ready, rest. When you feel ready to move again, you start by deepening your breath. Take a full inhale. A full exhale. Let your breath find its way out into your arms and your legs until it feels like it's finding your fingers and toes and start to wiggle there. Gently roll to a comfortable side. And make your way up to seated. Take any comfortable seated pose where you can breathe again. And let your breath be the most important. And for right now, the only action.
We'll draw our hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Thank you all so much for being here this afternoon. Namaste. Well done, everybody. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to join us live online, you can head to our website, 3 Find out about our classes. They're all held in Pacific time. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3 Thanks again. Namaste.